welcome to another episode of the Extraordinary Moms Podcast. I'm Jessica Dahlquist, your host, and every Tuesday I interview a different mom who shares their motherhood journey and the lessons they've learned along the way. If I've learned anything from interviewing such a wide range of moms, it's that no two extraordinary moms look the same. We all have a story to tell, and we are all mothering in our own way. So let's celebrate that and learn from one another. Thanks for listening, and if you like what you hear, please share this show with a friend. Hello and welcome to episode 233 of the podcast. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Isn't it fun being a mom? It's pretty fun sometimes. And then isn't it kind of the worst sometimes too? (laughs) But isn't that all jobs, right? There are just some of the most special things in life that come in the form of being a mom. And if you are listening and you are not currently a mom... If that is a longing of your heart, I hear you. I see you. And I know this can be a difficult day for you if you've suffered a loss, um, if you are still in a waiting season. I'm praying for you. I really and truly am. I've been in that waiting season and it is hard and it is also refining and it is also beautiful and It's also just crappy. So wherever you're at this Mother's Day, I'm sending all of you so, so much love because you are doing important, important work in the lives of your family. And I think you're all truly extraordinary. Today, I want to talk about some mindset shifts that I've had as a mom that have helped me to enjoy my role so, so much more. And I just have five mindset shifts um, that I want to share with you today. So the first one is our kids' reasoning is not our reasoning and we have to give them space to think the way that their little brains do when we expect them to rise up to our expectations without them actually being equipped with the tools and the set of reasoning skills and the brain development that would allow them to do that we're only going to end up frustrated right we get so frustrated when it's like well why didn't you you know put your shoes by the door we're running late how could you lose that um you know why why did you push your sister that makes no sense well yeah it makes no sense to us but if they were upset at their sister and their gut instinct was to push and they didn't feel like they were equipped enough to verbalize their dissatisfaction with their sister okay it makes a little bit more sense to us and we can have a little bit more compassion should they push Should they lose their shoes all the time? Ultimately, we want to teach them better ways. But when we can see things from our kids' perspective, we can realize they do not come pre-programmed with manners, with cause and effect awareness, when they are not fully aware of the consequences of some of their actions. We have to give them space to learn sometimes the hard way we have to take the opportunity to be intentional about teaching them the right way and ultimately sometimes we just have to give them the space to be kids and when we can do that and we can ignore the inconsequential junk behavior our relationships are going to be so so much better with them Um, if you've been watching my instagram stories and if you don't follow me on instagram i'm at jessica dalquist three but I've been talking a lot about positive parenting and I am on the positive parenting bandwagon. I have been for a while, but I am literally on fire as I have seen huge shifts in the behavior of my kids in my home lately. So follow along on my Instagram, but I'm going to go more in depth in different episodes about positive parenting. 
But all this to say, when you recognize what kids are capable of, what is developmentally appropriate, what is a tolerable range for certain behaviors, and we can let the rest go, we just are a little bit happier or a lot happier. (laughs) Number two, we need to model the behavior we want to see from our kids. There is absolutely no way on this green earth that our kids will not name call if they hear us name calling. And you might think you're not a name caller, but do you belittle politicians? Do you yell at the TV? Do you lose your temper in traffic? Um, When a call does not go your way at a soccer game, are you calling the other team a cheater or calling names at the ref? Mm -hmm. I uh, have had my eyes open to some of that behavior lately and I'm like, whoa, am I doing that? Wow, because then the kids are mimicking the same language. It is crazy. It's crazy, guys. And then you snap at your kids when they do the same exact thing. And we are not taking the time to look in the mirror at our own behavior to see, well, how do they know any different? We have to exercise the level of emotional control, the high level of mature behavior and accountability that we expect from our kids. If we are not doing that, if we are spanking our kids but expecting them not to hit, that is an unreasonable expectation. If we are um, being impatient and yet we are lashing out at them when they are not waiting their turn, That is an unreasonable expectation. We need to hold ourselves as adults, as mothers, accountable for better behavior. And when we rise to the occasion of modeling good behavior, good problem-solving skills, healthy communication, appropriate physical um, behavior, that is when our kids are learning from us. And that is more likely what we will see from them. Number three, I needed to learn that I'm doing a great job because I'm always doing my best. I truly am doing my best. I love in the four agreements where it's a book. You should, it's on Audible and I think it's like a three hour book on Audible. Okay, so the four agreements, I forget who wrote it. I'm going to put it in the show notes though for you. But one of the things is always do your best. That's one of the things we should always be striving for. However, We need to recognize our best is not always the same day to day. If you have a newborn and you are up all throughout the night, your best the next day is going to look a lot different than when your baby is sleeping through the night or when your kids are at school and you have your house is the state of your house is going to look a lot different depending upon what season of life you're in. But the point is do your best with where you are at right this moment. I love the quote, when you know better, you do better. When I was a first-time mom, there were so many things that I think back on now like, oh, that was so ridiculous or I shouldn't have done that or I should have known better. But I didn't know better. I had to learn by doing. And in so doing, I got to a new place of new understanding, of new expectations, of new compassion for myself and for my kids. And it's all just part of the process. So Always do your best, but realize that when you are doing your best, whatever that looks like in the season that you're in, that makes you a great mom. Because there's some parents that don't really think twice about the type of mom that they are or how to be better. They literally don't. But you know what? They're not listening to this podcast. The fact that you're even listening to a motherhood podcast tells me 
that you are an extraordinary mom. You have the intention of being better and learning from other women and learning from parenting principles. Those are extraordinary moms. You're already doing it. You're doing a fantastic job. You really are. Number four is no job is fun all the time. I thought when I became a mom and got my dream job that I would just be awesome at it all the time. I would love it all the time. I would love my kids just through and through all the time. And while I do love my kids unconditionally, sometimes I don't feel like I like them very much. (laughs) Okay, let's just, we've all had those moments, right? And really, I love them, love them, love them. But there are just parts of motherhood that I just do not like. However, As a whole, realizing this is the job I want to be doing. This is the life I always dreamed of having. And even when things are not going my way or when I'm doing the same task again and again because it keeps getting undone throughout the day by my kids. Anyone? Anyone? Diapers, sweeping, food, spilled milk. Want me to keep going? (laughs) There is pros and cons of every single job. If you work in a corporate environment, if you're a teacher, if you're a doctor, there are going to be things you absolutely love about your job. And there's going to be things that annoy you, that regularly annoy you, that sporadically annoy you. And it's just the nature of any type of work. But there is no job more fulfilling with lasting impact than motherhood. So stick with it. Believe you're doing a great job. Don't give up. Get through those mundane or annoying tasks with a smile, with some music on, with a podcast in your ear. Get your kids involved. Do a dance party while you're unloading the dishwasher. Whatever you can do to just get through those things that, yeah, they're not fun. Cleaning up puke out of a car seat, that is not fun. (sighs) But am I glad that I have a baby that can even puke in the car seat? Yeah, I am. I would take that over the alternative any day. And number five, we need to give our kids the grace we would want to receive ourselves. Sometimes you had a bad night's sleep and you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you're just kind of grumpy and you just kind of want people to leave you alone and you get through your day but you're not super peppy and awesome and that's kind of your best. Our kids also have those days where they're not feeling great. Something goes wrong at school and it really puts them in a funk and they're feeling bad. They are extra hungry and you've dragged them to five different errands and you haven't fed them yet and they start tantruming and whining and you're so annoyed at them but somehow we want them to buck up when if we were put in the same situation we're doing that same grumbling maybe it's inside maybe we're keeping it in maybe we're not though (laughs) maybe we're not doing a very good job but give your kids the grace and the space to just be human just as we would want that for ourselves you know So those are the five takeaways that have really transformed the way that I have viewed motherhood, that I have been able to elevate my joy in motherhood and just help me to really appreciate the role that I am in. I want to thank you for tuning in today to the podcast. You guys are so awesome. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, you can do that at Jessica Dahlquist 3 or on Facebook at Extraordinary Moms Podcast. You can go to ExtraordinaryMomsPodcast.com. There's show notes over there. You can see pictures of me and my kids, my three boys that I love so very, very much. That is the reason that I do this show. 
You can also listen to past episodes and see past guests as well. Next week, we have an incredible, inspiring episode. It's with Rachel Nielsen. She hosts the 3 and 30 podcast, which is one that I would totally recommend. She is awesome. And we're going to talk about the different challenges she has faced in her life from losing her mom at a young age to walking the road of adoption, of infertility, and how she's used writing as a cathartic process to heal and process through emotions. It's a really powerful, powerful episode that is going to inspire you to want to write down your experiences and your memories, if not just for the processing part of it, but in order to leave a memory and a record of all the things that you think and believe for your kids and for yourself even. So I hope you'll tune into that episode next week. Thanks for being here today. Happy Mother's Day. You guys are extraordinary moms. And I'll see you next week for another episode with another extraordinary mom. Bye.